Welcome to the first episode of Stacky Gun Bits. Today's episode is going to focus on GDP. While today's episode's focus is going on GDP, there will be many different episodes coming up that will focus on other very important economic indicators like inflation, unemployment, the financial sector, international markets, and housing. We'll be back at a later time for more detailed analysis of GDP, but today we're going to start with a high-level overview of GDP. So for a little of an introduction, my name is James, and I'm here with Juan and Maxi. Hi, James. Hi, Maxi. Hi, James. Hi, Juan. How's everything going today, Juan? I'm doing great. Ready to start this episode about GDP. How about you, Maxi? I'm doing great, too. Thank you. How about you, James? I'm doing great as well. Thank you. Uh, I'm ready to go. So uh, I figured Maxi and Juan, we tell the audience a little bit about where we're from and a little bit about our background. Sure. Do you want to start, Juan? Yeah, sure. So I'm from Quito, Ecuador. I'm currently a junior here at Stack. I've been here since 2019. I'm doing a business management major and an econ minor. How about you, James? Uh, yeah, sure. So thanks, Juan. So I'm from uh, Harrington Park, New Jersey, which is a little closer than Ecuador uh, to Stack. So uh, I'm a junior majoring in finance with a minor in sports management and economics. So, I mean, that's going to be it for me. Uh, Maxi, you want to go ahead? Mm, yes, sure. Um, I'm from Bremen, Germany, and I'm a current senior with a finance major and minors in economics and math. Okay, enough of the introductions. I want to discuss GDP. I know, Juan. GDP is what we're here to discuss. So, Juan, why don't you tell me a little bit about GDP? Sure. Uh, the gross domestic product, or GDP, is frequently regarded as the most accurate indicator of an economy's health. The Bureau of Economic Analysis, a division of the United States Department of Commerce, complies this statistic every three months from a variety, variety of primary data sources in the United States. What type of data do they use, Juan? There are two types of data, administrative and statistical. The first one contains the administrative, which are byproducts of government functions like tax, defense, regulation, etc. On the other side, the statistics that come from the government surveys like retail, establishments, manufacturing firms, and farms. GDP may be seen in two ways, as the total income of everyone in the economy or as the total spending on the economy's products and service production. From any perspective, it is obvious why GDP is used as a measure of economic performance. Uh, Juan, could you explain what real and nominal GDP are and why they're important in understanding GDP? Yeah, the nominal GDP represents the country's output without adjusting for inflation. On the other hand, real GDP corrects for inflation, and therefore real GDP is a good indicator to measure and compare a country's performance over time. Additionally, real GDP tends to be lower than nominal GDP since we usually experience inflation. So let's shift topics a little. Maxi, why do you think it is important to look at GDP from a point of view of economic analysis and policy analysis? So, as you said before, GDP is a good indicator of the economic situation in a country overall. Therefore, it is a good starting point from which you can go into greater detail by breaking it down into the components, personal consumption expenditure, government expenditure, private domestic investment, and net exports. Having these data points helps the government and the central banks indicate possible economic threats and opportunities. For example, applying the negative relationship between GDP and unemployment, defined by the Oaken's Law, helps getting an understanding of the labor market's outlook. 
James, is there a meaningful reason for an everyday person to know and be interested in the GDP? And how do the changes in the GDP impact, impact your everyday life? Sure, Maxi. Uh, the meaningful reason for an everyday person to know and be interested in, in the GDP is that GDP measures income. You know, the income that GDP measures is skewed because it counts the salaries of the rich and the salaries of the poor. But still, GDP is important to understand as uh, it probably means one's salary should be going up as well. And that's an important indicator of one's quality of life as high GDP and high GDP growth shows us that things are getting better. James, are there any indicators that show the income distribution that you were describing? Yes, there is one. Thanks for asking. So the indicator that measures income and distribution is the Gini coefficient. The Gini coefficient serves as a gauge for economic inequality. The Gini coefficient ranges from 0% to 100%, with 0% meaning that there is perfect equality and 100% representing perfect inequality. Isn't there anything else we should understand about the Gini coefficient? Oh, yeah, there is. Uh, so there's two things to understand with this metric, like everything else, is that it's not perfect. You know, the Gini coefficient relies on GDP, and GDP leaves out illegal goods and used goods, which allows it to sometimes overstate the inequality in a nation. So another thing to understand is that sometimes the Gini coefficient may show equality or inequality, but it does not show an accurate re representation of income. For example... The U.S. has a Gini coefficient of 41.4, according to the World Bank who measures it, and Turkey has a Gini coefficient of 41.9. The U.S. and Turkey have around the same inequality rate, but they don't really have the same income. You know, the U.S. is a high-income country, and the Turkey is a low-income country, which is just another reason to look more closely at these indicators, as they don't always tell you the whole story. So that's enough about the Gini coefficient. Juan, are there any alternatives to the GDP system? Yes, there is, James. One alternative is the HDI, Human Development Index, which is a prime alternative to the GDP system, factoring in life expectancy, education length, and quality and standards of living. The Human Development Index, rather than GDP, provides a more comprehensive view of a country. Countries with similar GDPs, for example, might have dramatically varied HDIs. When two nations' GDPs are comparable but the HDIs are not, It can assist policymakers to identify the basic issues that need to be addressed in their countries, such as education or health. Finally, it portrays changes in living standards throughout time more precisely. All right. Does anyone have any thoughts you'd like to add before we conclude our podcast? Uh, I think not. That would be it for now. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Well, that's going to conclude the first episode of the Stack Econ Bits. You'll hear from us again in a few weeks, where we'll go into more detailed analysis of GDP. Until then, take care.